Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce Podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Father, we are grateful. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your mercy towards us. Thank you for all that you do. We want to say, Lord, that we don't take it for granted. I pray, Lord, that this morning your word will come. This afternoon, your word will come forth with strength. And Lord, enter into our hearts and do a work in us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Wow, take your seat. Hey, before you sit down, let's make our confession. How come you didn't remind me? Find your Bible. Tell anybody these days we are coming to church with our Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, we can see you don't have a Bible. Uh-huh. If your neighbor is holding a phone, tell him that, look, I don't know how many times you opened the Bible on it. But lift your Bible up this morning and let us make our confession. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. We will be prophesying about ourselves. Uh, one day when you look, Charlie, exactly what you are saying. Yeah, and if you are not excited, it's because you don't know your word. The Bible says you can do all things. That's one of the things it says. So when you say, I am what it says I am, I have what it says I have, I can do what it says I can. What does it say you can do? Everything. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, in fact, in some years from now, I can see that you'll be a major mega person. I mean, I mean, I can see something. Hallelujah. Amen. So it sounds like something we are just saying, you know. But as we are saying it, it's coming, it's happening. Are you with me? Have you ever been disappointed with yourself? Uh-huh. But it says, I am what it says I am. Yeah, sometimes you wake up and you feel as if you're at the bottom of everything. It says, I am what the Bible says I am. What does the Bible say you are? The apple of God's eye. One in a million. There's nobody like you. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. As is the norm these days, I try to give the announcements that I want to give a little earlier. Are you there? Tell your neighbor we've had a good time. And say, I didn't see you at the camp. Mm, You see, you can't even say it with strength because some of you yourself, you were not there. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Hallelujah. This coming week is a spiritual week for us. Amen. And we're going to fast and we are going to pray. We're going to what? Fast 
and pray. Tuesday the 16th, Wednesday the 17th, Thursday the 18th, and Friday the 19th. Is it a good place to, yeah. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I've only had mercy on you. If I said we should do Sparrow, you will not do it. So, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And every day we are praying for five hours a day. Starting on Tuesday morning, 4 a.m. flow. Are you there? Are you there? So we'll wake up in the morning and we will pray. Hmm. I'm looking at some of your faces. It's not helping at all. So we'll pray, flow, and then every evening, Tuesday evening, Wednesday evening, Thursday evening, we'll meet here to pray. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 6 to 9 p.m. We'll be here every evening. Are you there? Tell your neighbor, please, don't bring your excuses. So don't bring your excuses. Don't because some of you know you have started already. You have started. But you see, the year is ending. And it's time to pray for many reasons. End of the year prayers are times you need them to usher in things that God meant should happen in this year, but which are taking a bit long to happen. That's one reason to put the prayer time at this time. Are you there? Another reason is to prepare for what lies ahead. This year, you will not give your life for the Lord. You will not die. Next year, you will not die. And believe me, the enemy attempts it. Are you there? Hey, you are very quiet. Yesterday, I was somewhere. I'd gone to preach some at some meeting at Mampong and we were supposed to come back yesterday and our prophet came there, our prophet and father came there everything was over and just before myself and the team left, it began to rain and it rained for two hours so by the time the rain was down, it was four, because otherwise we'd have had to walk in the rain to where the, you know how Mampong is to where the car park is so about four o'clock I texted my husband, then he said, you know something, you guys say, just wait, because if you are on road 4 o'clock Saturday, it's not nice on the Kumasi Accra road, it's not nice. So we said, okay, we will leave this morning. We went to do other things. Somewhere around 9.30, 10 p.m., I entered my room, and as I walked inside the room, then I heard a voice. I would have killed you at Inyinem. Yeah. I would have killed you at Inyinem. Are you there? As we are walking around there, eh? it's not only you as well plans. So. <laughs> you have plans. God has plans. The enemy also has plans. But I thank God he's given us the power to scatter his plans. So from this Tuesday to this Friday, we are laying down our stomachs. Some people, your pot belly is becoming too big. I didn't mention names. We are laying down our stomachs. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Say amen, Tim. Say amen. amen. Pastor David, say amen. amen. I, I said I wasn't mentioning names. I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we're going to pray. Is that okay? We're going to what? Pray. We're going to pray. If you fast and you don't pray, you have just stopped. You're wasting your time. Yeah, you're wasting your time. Are you there? So we'll not waste our time. We'll fast and we will pray. And tell your neighbor... Whether you come, whether you don't come, 
me I'll pray. Yeah, we're not going to mind those who don't come. It's your own problem. Mm. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Then if we follow you, we'll not do anything. So we'll come and we will pray. Hallelujah. Is it a good idea? Yeah, so let's put ourselves into it and let's do some serious praying. Amen. I believe that God has been so merciful and I believe that there are good things ahead for us. Do you believe such things? But we must pray them into being. Amen. Powerful. I also want to remind you, this is a new month, the month of November. And most of us, we have pledged that every month we'll put something in there for Healing Jesus campaign we call it ben mp the beautiful exciting nice mood changing partners that we are and just remember and do it early okay is it powerful amen and if god is speaking to you about going to the bible school please make sure that you see me hey because our father has given you as a scholarship you can go there you don't pay tuition you don't pay accommodation you don't pay light you don't pay water Amen. And our convener, the head of this denomination, has also added support that he will give you every month to be there. Yeah. So, if the idea has occurred to you, I think you must see Reverend Isaac immediately after the service. Reverend Isaac, let's see. If you're in this church, you don't know Reverend Isaac. Mom, dear. I'm not sure who you are. I'm not sure who you are. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Well, today I'm going to continue preaching. I've been sharing for some weeks from this book, Why Non-Tithing Christians Become Poor and How Tithing Christians Can Become Rich. Wow. Last week I was talking about how tithing opens the heavens over a tithing Christian. And today I want to continue preaching preaching because I am so sure, I am so convinced that the Lord takes care of us. Last week I started by sharing with you how the world has its own system of working and many Christians believe that one. That's why you are in debt because you believe the world system and you believe that if I go for the debt they are helping me. You have made a mistake. It becomes like a noose around your neck and sometimes you find that you go and take a loan to also yeah, and last week our bankers told us when you borrow 200, by the time you are paying back, it's 300. Hey, that's the, that is the system of the world. That's the system of the world. And the, the devil is in charge. He's called the prince of the power of the air. Yeah, he's controlling a lot of things. But as a believer, you don't need to go under that. You don't need to go under that. Tell your neighbor, I'm coming out, I'm coming out. I didn't know Ellie. I'm coming out. I'm not going under this. I'm not going under this. And you don't go under it because God himself knows that as we are here, once we are on this earth, there are things we must do. If a believer and an unbeliever go to the supermarket, all of them must stand at the cash thing and pay cash. You can't say, me, I'm a man of faith. Allow me to pay with faith. Your faith needs to have translated into money for you to pay. All of us, if you haven't built a house, you pay rent. You can't say... Let me pay you with faith. No, your faith must translate into something. Are you with me? And God knows that. And so he has made provision. Hallelujah. He has what? Made provision. Amen. 
And so today, I'm speaking to you on how tithers activate the laws of sowing and reaping. All these things that we have been sharing about the tithe is to strengthen you and to help you understand what you are doing. Because sometimes you're in the church and you are just doing some because they say. That's okay. It's okay to begin like that. But as you are there for now, you must become convinced yourself. Now you must know what the Bible says for yourself. So that it's no longer what somebody is saying, but it's also what you yourself have now understood and you yourself are doing. Can I get an amen? amen? And so one of the ways that God decided to bring prosperity on the earth was to bring what he calls sowing and reaping. Let's look at Genesis chapter 1. Around verse 12. Take us to verse 12. Remember, this is the story of creation. And God was looking for something. And he said, And the earth brought forth grass and herb, yielding seed after his kind. Are you seeing it? It's something that was there. It brings a seed. You see? And the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself. So you see a fruit, and the fruit is carrying a seed. And that seed, if you plant it, will give you more of those fruits. It is a number one something. Am I talking to somebody today? Yeah. It's a number one way of multiplying things. This is what God did. So he created things called seeds, and inside the seed, he hid power. Every seed has a power in it. So when it now comes to some certain conditions, it will now grow. I hope you are with me. Now you may be saying that, eh, Pastor, that's okay. We are talking about tomatoes. Now there we are talking to us about money. <laughs> I need you to understand that money is also a seed, according to the Bible. It's a mystery, because it's also not a living thing, unlike a seed which we know it has life in it. Are you there? Let's turn our Bibles to 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6. You see, when you don't open the Bible, when you don't like open to open to, you'll be there not knowing. Uh... <laughs> Look at this. 2 Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly. Now, this is the scripture that is talking about giving an offering. He that sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. And he which sows bountifully shall read bountifully. Now give it to us, give it to me in the NASB, the New American Standard Bible. Now this I say, okay, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Continue. Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always, having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. As it is written, he scattered abroad, he gave to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. All this that he's saying is talking about 
how to sow, how to plant something. Are you with me? And so today I'm talking to you about the 15 laws of sowing and reaping. Amen. Every time you sow a seed into the house of God, you, are, you, know, you bring your tithes, you bring an offering, you're sowing a seed into the house of God. Are you there? And then you are activating the law of sowing and reaping. You day or you know day? Yeah. Are you there? Now, if you take a stand that, ah, me, I don't believe such things, you are entitled to your opinion. Uh-huh. But these things are, based for, are there for those who believe. First mm. Corinthians 2.14 The natural man receives nothing. So when you sit down there, you say, ah, how can money crab your seed? It's not possible. Your naturalness has come. <laughs> Take us to the King James, please. Yes. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So there are some things that you need to engage your spirit in. Amen. And when you don't engage your spirit, you will not even understand. And this is what has happened to the kind of believers that we have who walk around saying, I won't tithe. And, how, and they try to dissuade others from tithing also. You have come to a place where you no longer believe. Or maybe you never did believe. And then you want us to join you. Tell your neighbor, please, if you are the one, I will not join you. We are spiritual people and we believe spiritual things. Hallelujah. And one of the ways by which God sought to prosper us was to make these things into seeds, things that we give. Our sacrifices and our offerings that we bring in are a seed unto him. So 15 laws. We may not finish today, but tell anybody we are not in a hurry. We're not in a hurry. We'll do what we can do and continue next week. The first law. You must plant something. You must plant something. If you have not planted anything, as I'm standing here, I don't expect that as the rains have finished falling and things are drying, that I'm going to reap some corn. Why do I not have such an expectation? Because I have not planted any corn anywhere. Are you? Are you there? Now, here you are making a demand on something. And there are some of you, you don't tithe. And you also don't give offerings. Your offering, no? You have counted the number of weeks in the month. It's four. And then you put down one, 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 one CD, four CDs. Then you just put it there. Every time I'm going, I'll take one CD. Well, he that soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly. If you want to reap something, you must plant something. Amen. <laughs> John chapter 12 and verse 24. It's a very nice scripture. Except a corn of wheat fall into ground and the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, bring it forth much fruit. So you want much fruit, you plant much fruit. Uh, ask your neighbor, what have you been planting of late? Are you one of these 111 city people? <laughs> uh, I want to read something that our prophet says here. The less spiritual you are, the less you will correlate things that happen to you with seeds that you have planted in the past. When you are not a spiritual person, you think you are just manifesting and going. But when you are a spiritual person, you are able to say that this means that. This thing that I did is the reason why I'm reaping that. Yeah. Hey. 
Are you in the house? Some of you, nobody gives you anything because you don't give anything to anybody. Ah, you don't give anything to anybody. Yeah. So when you see that somebody else is being maybe celebrated or something, you say that, hey, God doesn't love me. Why didn't God do But you also haven't done. Me, I don't have any friends. Nobody in the church likes me. Well, the Bible says, he that will have friends must first show himself friendly. You plant, and as you are planted, then you reap. There are some of you, everything that we are doing, you will not support it. So when you are also doing, nobody will support it. It's it's not that they don't like you. But that's what you have sown. Hey. I thought you'd have been calling for mercy by this time. <laughs> Are you here? Yeah. Sometimes I watch the things people do. And then I'll say, no, 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 this seed, I've not planted it. No, I will not reap it. I will not reap it. No, 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 no. No. Hey. There are some churches, huge churches, churches in the same place we are. You cannot tell the pastors, let's go here. Let's go. No, they won't go. Two will go, ten will not go. I said, that seed, I've not planted it all. I've never planted I don't expect to reap such a seed. No, 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 no. Hey, I'll fight with you. Are you in the house? Hey, are you attentious? <laughs> I honor my man of God. I will not accept that you don't honor him. I won't accept it. Because such a seed there, I don't want. I would rather let you go. But leave, don't be here. Go somewhere else. Hey, shh, shh. Everybody's becoming tenacious, but it is because of that belief that I will not sow something that I don't want to reap. As you are sowing disobedience, you will reap it. Are you cursing me, my friend? We are not talking about curses here. We are talking about natural things. Yeah. Wow. You see, some people who began to become leaders. When they went to start calling people and the people were facing them, they'll come and say, hmm, I remember what I did to the person who used to come and call me. How I used to hide and run away some. Hmm. I will have patience. Why? Because they are remembering that they sowed that seed and sometimes just say, Lord, have mercy on me. I didn't know. Please kill the seed for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Law number two. You must plant in good ground. You must what? Plant in good ground. Not every ground is good ground. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13. And let's look at verse 8. Where we will see good ground. The other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. The type of soil that you sow into determines what kind of harvest you get. Are you here? How many of us know the hibiscus tree? The hibiscus tree is here. It's a tree. With, is that not what Sobolo comes from? Yeah. And here in Ghana, it's a, it's a shrub. It's like a small, a shrub is a small, it's not a real tree. It's not grass, but it's also not a real tree. I went to a certain country and I saw hibiscus trees as big as our forest trees. What? Yes, what has happened? 
the ground and whatever conditions they have there have allowed it to grow like that. Do you see? So it's the same hibiscus. If I, when I saw it, I know the flower well. So I'm like, ah, I don't understand. How does this flower come from, ah? You see here, you don't look at that, that tree up. It's like your height. Are you there? And when I look, ah, it's a hibiscus. And I realized it was exposed to some different conditions. Now, in the same way, when you sow a seed, when you sow a seed, even in the house of God, there are different kinds of ground. Hmm. Wow. There are different kinds of ground. Yeah. There are different kinds of ground. You are watching me. What will I say next? <laughs> I should give you examples of good ground. Yeah. I can give you two examples. Many of you, if they come and tell you that, oh, it's my birthday, give an offering, you will give it because I'm your pastor. But if I come with the same thing and I say, let's take an offering for Bishop Dag, you say, oh, I don't know him. Oh, so the, what you don't know is that we are two different types of ground. I'm good ground. He's better ground. How do you know? Just look at our fruit. Just look at our fruit. Just look at If you look at the fruit, you'll be able to tell. Hey, the church is quiet. Do I have some fruit? Yes, I have some fruit. But if you put my fruit here, you put his fruit. Can I stand? Ha! It's a clear sign. It's a clear sign that this one is a higher something. So if you don't have, you cannot do both, do that one. If you had only one seed, would you not look for the best ground to put it in? Hey! It's becoming intentious. <laughs> look for the fruit and then see. Ah, from the fruit, I can see which is a better bearer. It's a better bearer. Let me put my seed there. And Pastor, so are you saying that on your birthday we shouldn't honor you try? <laughs> but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. And I'm saying to you that don't make the same, don't make them the same. The other one is a better ground. The other because it says 60 fold. 34, 100-fold, 60-fold, 30-fold. I hope you are getting it. So when it comes to the time to sow into the more fertile ground, that's not the time that you should let somebody talk too much. That's the time that your, your seed should be ready. Next year, we will start our October seed that we plant. We'll start it from January. Now, you are too sad. I have to do a proper, a proper planting. Hey, you are very quiet. Though. No, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. One day, I was there and I received an instruction from the Holy Spirit. And he told me that a certain something that had been given to me, I should just go and give it. I shouldn't even, even the tithe had to pay from something else. Just go and give it. From that day, from that day that I sowed in that fertile ground, I can be broke in the morning. I said, Lord, I need to do this. Can I? Oh, he'll bring something. Yeah. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Suddenly, people who have forgotten I exist remembered. <laughs> Why? Because the ground, after going to sow it, it was fertile ground. Hey. 
Am I speaking to somebody? When you are to bring your tithe and you go and plant it in a funeral, I'm sorry to say that a funeral is something that we must do, but it is not fertile ground at all. See that you are starting to be angry with me. The fruits that you get from the funeral are the comments of people. Oh! Me say ye no. <laughs> you have received your fruits. How are you? Hey! Me say ye no. That's it too. That's it. Pastor, so are you saying that we shouldn't have funeral? You see, don't, don't tempt me to answer you, please. Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. But I'm saying that because some of you do it. As for funeral, you will plant your seed. Pastor, are you saying that we shouldn't give a donation? Please use your mind. Use your mind. Use your mind. Are you in the house? Hey. Oh, we mentioned funeral. No, penai atmosphere. Ni na ye tensions. No, you see, when Jesus went to be baptized by John the Baptist, he told John the Baptist, "Let it be so for now. There are things we do because we are on earth. Once you're on earth, somebody that you know will pass, and you have to do something. But you must understand what you are doing. You must balance it well. You must balance. You cannot take your type and sow it in a funeral. You can't do that." It's not wise. It's not wise. Ah, I'm standing here. I can see a desert. Then I'm going to put my seeds in the desert. Oh, how? Eh, is the young lady by you sleeping? Sit well, oh. oh. Before you end up in the children's service. I had the pain for the. I hope I'm speaking something to you. So you do what is necessary to be done, but you cannot use it as your sowing grounds. <laughs> Please, don't, don't write to me about it. Are you there? Just let understanding come. Yeah, just let understanding come. Just let understanding come. As you sow your tithe in the house of God, it's the work of God you are supporting. One of the offerings that you should never let pass you by is sowing into healing Jesus. Nobody should have to convince you. It's so obvious. It's what? It's so obvious. And you know, as a church, as we have supported healing Jesus and as the crusades have gone everywhere you would have thought that we would be poorer by this time we should dry up we are now building more it's a sign and a wonder or you don't understand what I'm saying it's a what? it's a sign and a wonder and I believe that it's because it is a fertile ground anything that is winning souls anything that is reaching people anything that is changing their destiny is a good soil number three Plant large amounts. You must plant large amounts of seed. You know, the things we are talking about today, yes, they are true for sowing, I mean, for tithing, but they are also true as rules in your life. So, so just see it as wisdom coming to you from the word of God. Is that okay? Yeah. Because what we are saying, it also, I mean, is true of life. You get it? In life, you must plant something. You can't just come every day, you alone, you are eating and going. You must plant something in this life to reap something. Yeah. He must plant it into good ground. Hey. 
every day all your money you spend it betting are you out of your mind are you what (laughs) hey it's getting tensious yeah you must plant large amounts of seed remember this if you give little you will get little a farmer who plants just a few seeds will get only a small crop. But if he plants much, he will reap much. Second Corinthians 9, 6. This is the TLB version to help us to understand it. Are you there? Hello? I am reading. Large amounts of seed are needed because many seeds get lost in the process of being planted. Only a few end up in the right place. And because of this, large amounts of seed must be sown. Every business makes its projections with this in mind. Are you here? Most businesses calculate their profits. They expect that they'll suffer some loss. They expect stealing, accidents, unfortunate events. And so large amounts of seed must always be sown because of these inevitable losses. There are always some seeds you plant that won't do anything. And you cannot know which is which. Are you here? Do you know that? I don't know who plants maize here. Any maize farmers in the house? Yeah, we are city for Mr. Manson, you have been planting maize. Please, how many good? How many seeds do you put into a hole? About four seeds. Why? Please give him a microphone. Thank you. Some may not generate. Some are not viable. Some are not viable. viable. Yes. Some are going to die. They will not come. So you put four. If all four come, what will you do? Then you finish. You remove some. But if you put the four, by all means, sometimes one will not come, or two will not come, or even three will not come. That's why you cannot wake up and say, Lord, I planted my my time, my time, January. I won't plant again for the year. You don't know which one. <laughs> Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, why you from swore? You only did two months and you have been sitting down watching it. <laughs> hey. Hallelujah. And that is the reason why we plant and we keep planting. Please find that scripture for me. In the morning, sow your seed. In the evening, withhold not your hand. Who can tell which of these? Good. Thou knowest not where thou shalt prosper. You see, so in the morning, sow thy seed. In the evening, withhold not thy hand. For thou knowest not where thou shalt prosper. Either this or that. Or whether they both shall be alike good. Yeah. In this church, we plant a lot of seeds, though. When you come, first, I mean, first offering, second offering, don't be annoyed. It's because of this scripture. That who can tell? The morning one we planted, will it come? The evening one we planted, will it come? Will it be morning or evening or both? If it's both, you are better off. Hallelujah. So don't complain. Hey. Are you there? Is it working? Yeah. You see? This ruler is the same in business. Some of you plant everything in the same business. Okay, let's move on. Let me not digress. <laughs> everything. Everything is in the same business. When the business goes down, that's it for you. 
And that's one of the reasons why God allowed COVID to come. For you to see how vulnerable you are. When you see it, nobody say, hmm. Hmm. I remember going to visit a couple in this church during that time. The man has his own business and the woman uh, um, works, government work and receives a salary. And I remember the man said something to me. He said, I have seen something. Every house must have one government worker, one business person. <laughs> do, do you understand what he's saying? Uh-huh. Because at least the government one, at least it will come. So, because his business was affected by... Yeah. And that's exactly what we are seeing here. If you have only done one, then if something happens, that's it. You can even plant your seed and a heavy rainfall will come. Please, horticulture is true or not true and it will carry away. Yeah. But some may be left. But if you did only one. Yay. Push your neighbor and say, are you like those who have only been doing one? (laughs) Hallelujah. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13 again. Let's just read that story. Hey. Matthew 13. Um, Go up. Let's read the story. Let's go read the story. Go up to verse 7, 6. Where does it start? Find the start for me, KB. KB, have you had breakfast? Yeah, usually so fast. I don't know what's happening today. And our machine now could strike. (laughs) Okay. Uh Good. Now, listen. Behold, a sower went forth to sow. Continue. Here's a story, a parable Jesus told. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some businesses that you do, they will not see the light of day. It's just, that's how it is. Some offerings, is just, you know. Ah, but it's true, ask the business people. They'll tell you, they tried this one, it didn't work, so they turned to another one, and that one worked. Why have you packed your hands? I mean, I won't do it again. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprang up because they didn't have any deepness of earth. Next one. Some fell on stony places where they had, what? Am I reading the same scripture? Where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprang up because they didn't have any deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no roots, they withered away. And some fell upon th- among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. And others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. Now give us his explanation of this parable. He said, whoever has ears, let them hear. Keep going. Mm-hmm. I want where he began to explain it. Good. And then he said, no, continue, 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 Master. I want the explanation of the parable. Not all the understanding and hearing. They say you should go down to 18. Matthew 13, 18. So here, now he gives us the explanation of what he said. Okay. Verse 19. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then comes the wicked one and catches it away catches away that which was sown in his heart. This was he who received seed by the wayside. 
You know, some of you, before you get home, you have forgotten the preaching. <laughs> but he that received the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. He is happy to receive it. He hears the word all right. Yet hath he not written himself, but endureth for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by this he is offended. Are you there? Mm. <laughs> he also that receives seed among the thorns. Is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Many of you in this service, this is your scripture, this is where you are. Verse 24, yeah. No, you receive it happily, oh. But Charlie, as you are going, the, the pressures of life, the pressures of working now with the pressure. Family says, bring this. This is happening. That's happening. Hey. And he that received the seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, and it also bears fruit and bringeth forth some hundredfold, sixty and thirty. Hmm. Ask your neighbor, what kind of ground are you? You see, most of us will not admit that we are what we are. But the, true, the, the best way to help yourself is to, under, to accept that this is where I am. Lord, help me. And I'm saying that many of you are in the thorn area because when things are okay, you pay your tithe. Then the month that your landlord arrives, or the month that somebody, your mother says, I need this, or the month that something, then you just don't. You see, what has happened? The cares of this world. And that is one of the reasons. I may not have time to teach you. That's why you should get the book. But I will show you why some people never get to enjoy their tithe, I mean, the benefits of tithing. And one of it is that you spend all the money, then at the end you are looking for the tithe. I beg you, when the salary lands, no pay. When the allowance lands, no pay. When the thing comes, no pay. It's called the first and best in the New Testament. You just do it. You just pay it. Is that okay? The way you are quiet, I'm even wondering whether I should continue preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, so what is the point that we are making? We are making the point that some seeds are lost, some seeds do not develop. Amen. The next law. You must plant the type of seed that you expect. Do you remember Genesis 1.12? That the herb yields seed after its own kind. So if you want mango tree, Mango fruit, plant mango. If you want money, what should you plant? Okay. I said, if you want money, what should you plant? The last point I'll share with you today your seed must die. <laughs> your seed must die. Yeah. John chapter 12 and verse 24 says, Except a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it lives alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. What do we mean by it should die? You see, when you tithe, when you tithe, or when you give an offering, you may be tempted to say, I want to see where it's going. And I expect that because I tithe this month, by next month I've received it. Mm. But you must give it time to fall. And you must give it time to die. Are you there? And give it time to come back to you. If you don't give it time, you may spoil it. 
I like to use the example of when we were young in school and then they ask you to plant a seed. In your biology class, they're trying to teach you how seeds grow. Then they'll say, take a container, put some sand inside, put the seed and water it. And if you were a, a, a real child, after a while, the curiosity. It's like, is something happening? What's, is something? You see, the thing, something is happening, but it's underground. And you can't see it. And if you are like some of us, we couldn't wait. Then you go and take something to take it out. I just want to see. What's a seed? You know? And some of us, in so doing, we have spoiled our seeds. You are planting the seed, but you are saying that I haven't seen anything. Is it even working? Then you start setting questions and setting accusations. Something. <laughs> and before you are aware, you are not seeing anything. Because it's a faith thing. Are you there? Give it time to die. Now the Bible says that let him who has gone to war and fought and returned and removed his armor, let he be the one to tell you. When I became a Christian, you were not born. <clears throat> I said you were what? Okay, so when I started tithing, you were not born. So I want to tell you that I have tithed and I have reaped from my tithing. Are you there? So much so that, you remember at a point they were saying we are going to ban tithing. If the government had that, they can do. After all, I would have broken the law. I won't obey it. I will never obey it. Never. Because I believe God more than man. And because for me, that's my source. Hey, as soon as I start to go through a time that things are a little tight, I go to check, have I forgotten to tithe on something? Did somebody bring me a gift and I didn't tithe? For me, it's a direct relationship. Direct, direct, direct. From then, I suddenly see that, ah, have you never been there then in a certain month you are buying medicine, 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 medicine? Buying. I said, no, 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 this thing. I'm going to look for it. What is it? I will link it straight. Some of you, they are worms chewing your things. They are mice chewing your things. What again? They are things chewing your things. Are you in the house? Because of your tithe, they are rats. Are you there? Somebody was bossing me how they had packs and maize. Not knowing that mice had entered. Uh, when they finally went to pull the... You see, when the mice are chewing at a point, the thing dust, it becomes like dust. It's like, it's like powder. There was no corn there. Powder, the mice had... Nom, 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 Chewed it. <laughs> but from today... I want you to see your tithe in the right way. I want you to see your offerings in the right way. I want you to see it that this is God's provision for me. So if even all that is left is one, I will sow it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I will sow it. When I used to work as a lay pastor, the job that I had, one of them was the, what should I say? When you raise an alarm that famine is on the way. Do you get it? And when we used to go into the communities to do various things, the sign of pending doom was that the seed had been eaten. Yeah, because you can go into the communities. Things are difficult, but the seeds are hanging there. They are there. For as long as the seeds are there, we know that, oh, it may be difficult these few months, but in a little while, things will be okay. But when you get there, and the farmer says that, Charlie, the way the thing was, they have taken, because they have a way of keeping the seed. 
So they have eaten. You know that look. It is time to send a desperate message because if you don't, a year from that time, starvation will be there. Ah, there was nothing to plant. There's nothing to plant. Some of you are already starving from your lack of planting. You see, somebody fooled you and told you that eh, it's your pastor who has money. Listen, just like how you are a salaried worker. I'm also a salaried worker, only I'm in the church. So it's not that when you come and we are plenty, then I'll go home today with your offering in my bag. Ah, in my pocket. Hey! Now, by this time, I won't be here. Ha! No, 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 no. At all. You are planting it for yourself. You are giving it for yourself. That is the means by which God looks after you. Every parent from now till when school's next reopen, as you are planting your seed, think about it. That may be the school fees. Yeah. I had children that we sent to a school. We had no plans of going to such a school. How do we pay? By the planting of seeds. I used to plant those seeds. May, June, July. It was in the days an academic year was a proper academic year, not these days. By September, October, my seed has brought forth fruits to pay the fees. They never sacked them home because they didn't pay. Are you in the house? I'm talking to you. Please push your neighbor and say, Mommy is talking to you. Mommy is talking to you. Yeah. From now, ask the Lord as you are here and you can see that rent is coming. Ask the Lord, Lord, what seed should I sow? What should I sow to cover that thing? What seed should I sow? When I say what? There's a seed of one seed. There's a seed of five. There's a seed of ten. I mean, every seed has its... A mango seed is not a... a, a, a it's not a corn. It takes time. Some seeds, when you plant them, now they come. Just like that. But they're also soon over. Yeah, when you plant a mango seed... Please, oh, mango, how long will it take to come? A month. And then it will take long. How long will it take to start to bear fruit? Hmm. It will take how long? Did you hear? They said, if it's grafted, three years. If it's not grafted, it can take ten years to bear fruit. But when it starts bearing the fruits, it will bear and bear and bear and bear. You'll be eating, you'll be eating, you'll be selling, you'll be making things with it. Yeah. You'll even die and leave it and your children will come and continue to be eating and eating. Some of us, we have planted seeds like that. It's not that your seed is dead. It's a mango tree. I say it's a mango tree. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Hallelujah. Some of the other seeds too. They are maize seeds. You planted no, something will come right now. It's also soon over. But God gives it just to keep you going. May the Lord help us to believe in him. I said, may he help us to believe in him. And to believe in his means of prospering us. Because I can tell you that by tithing, he makes mighty things. Stand to your feet this afternoon. Stand to your feet and just begin to talk to the Lord. Oh, how I pray that you prosper. I said, how I pray that you prosper by God's means. 
just begin to talk to him and if it is difficult for you to receive the word just say lord i believe help my unbelief just help me and he will help you just talk to him for a few minutes help my unbelief of god talk to the lord maybe you have a bill coming up some of you have been trying to build for so long talk to him lord what seed should i sow and when should i sow some of you you started tithing you fell off the way and you want to say lord i'm gonna catch up and come back forgive me I'm, forgive me i'm catching up and i'm coming back talk to him talk to him talk to him it's his means of provision for us oh yes Help me, Lord. Father, we thank you for your provision for us. Forgive us, Lord, when we didn't understand and we didn't see it that way. But thank you for your word that has come to help us and to correct us. Father, I pray that from today, we will hear you clearly when it comes to our offerings and our tithes. And we'll do what you ask us to do. I pray that you deliver us from poverty. Deliver us from wants. Deliver us from disgrace. Deliver us from embarrassment, oh God. I pray that you will help us to do all that we must do. I thank you for your grace. And I thank you for your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for all those who are in debt, oh God. Who have gone the way of the world, Lord, because they didn't believe you enough. Father, have mercy. Lift them out of those debts, O oh God, and place them on a better path using what you have taught us. This I ask in Jesus' name, and all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, maybe you are here this afternoon. Everything begins, the things we've spoken about, they are for the children of God, those who've given their lives to Christ. And you are here today, you have not given your life to Jesus. I want to invite you to do so now, so that you also will have a relationship with him. Maybe you have even been going to church every Sunday, but you have not a relationship with God. I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus Christ. The one who died to save you and to help you. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You are here. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Just lift up your right hand where you are. Just lift it up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. If your hand is lifted, just let the pastors and ushers help you. Just come to me. Your hand is lifted. Just come to me. Just come. We're going to pray together. God bless you. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Just come, just come. Jesus is calling you. Just come. Just come. Just 
if you're standing in front here I want you to pray this prayer along with me you want to say Lord Jesus I want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today you are my savior and you are my Lord I thank you for saving me in Jesus name Father I thank you for these young men and women standing here these young girls and young boys I pray that your hand will be upon their lives and that Lord you will draw them to yourself may they never go back may they never serve the devil keep them oh God and may they be raised in your sight in Jesus name Amen and Amen we believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCIDASI. God richly bless you.